Welcome to Blue Dream Love and Wellness. This is Cynthia. And I'm here today to keep talking with you about the positive results of orthobionomy. There are so many techniques and factors that we can actually utilize ourselves to help us to become well. We have been giving many ways to do so and in conjunction with using each one of them or a combination of them can bring wellness to your body. I am a living proof of that. Utilizing the emotion code and the body code, running the meridians, making sure all seven layers of your chakras are aligned, working different emotional freedom techniques, or running the magnet to release pain. There are so many attributes that are present to us. All we need to do is learn, and we can do that. So let's start with the anatomy of the actual sacrum, hips, sacroiliac joint, the quadricep laborium, and the tailbone. They are all hooked together. And if you follow on our Facebook group, Blue Dream Love and Wellness, we will be discussing further and you can see photos. So remember that each hip bone forms socket structures for the ball or the head of the thigh bones and the pelvis bones along with the ligaments and muscles that attach to them form a support for our internal organs, stability for sitting, flexibility for walking. Each hip bone has a fused connection with the two hip bones and on the same side, which can turn fused and connected with the pubic bone. And these create the pelvic bowl. And within that pelvic bowl, the sacrum serves as a transitional place for that. The weight of the spine actually rests on the sacrum and through the sacrum to the hip sockets, down into the legs and to the feet. And when we walk, the spring from each step alternatively moves up each leg and up and through the hip sockets to the sacroiliac joint, transforming the movement of the spine and allowing the sacrum to gently rock back and forth. Injury or repeated patterns sometimes cause the sacroiliac joint to become locked or tight or becomes irritated from the imbalance. It can result in such pain in that it may radiate down our hips and down our legs, commonly known as sciatica pain. Have any of you ever experienced this type of pain. The actual word sacrum means sacred. So in working with the sacrum, treat yourself gently and with the respect you deserve. 
the sacrum forms a type of a shield and the bowl of the pelvis creates a protective strength for the organs of the physical creation. The uterus sits in front of the sacrum, so the tension around the sacrum can translate to tension around the uterus. This exercises and release to the sacrums can actually help to fuse and actually help women who are experiencing this pain and experiencing sacroiliac joint pain. And remember, it can also help with childbirth and different areas of that. It is actually rather fascinating at all we can and do do for our bodies and to enhance the actual physical functions of the body. So when we talk about the general release for the actual sacrum, I want you to lie on your back on the deck, on the floor, and have a soft, hollow rubber ball that's about the size of a grapefruit underneath your sacrum. And slowly roll around on the ball, exploring the positions that give comfort pressure into the sacrum. Remember that comfort is your guide. So find the angles of no pain. If you are comfortable doing this exercise, something else might need to be addressed first. So please skip it. So remember, any work will alleviate other areas around your body also. With the pelvic bone, it balance is vital and it depends on our balanced hips. It may seem complex if we check the reflexes, the inductor points for tenderness, and then address each area in turn, or we begin to open up movement options and the opportunity for self-correction within our body. These bones we contact as we put our hands on our hips, on the sides of our pelvis. Each one is fused in connection with the sit bone, the ishkam, in the bottom. The sit bone, in turn, has fused connection to the narrow bone, the ramus, along the inside leg of the pubic bone. Each hip bone provides structure. As we walk, the hip bones do rock back and forth, and a slip on the stairs or off a curb can cause that ilium to move its mobility away from where it needs to be, depending on the muscles and the ligaments and how they tighten to catch us fall. The ilium can be stuck either in a slight forward position or a slight backwards position. And when your hip bones rotate and get stuck in these posterior rotations, our legs appear shorter on that side because the bones have rotated and they get stuck in that anterior position and it will seem longer. 
And if you're unsure if it's due to an anterior rotation causing the long bone or the posterior rotation, you may also check for tenderness at the reflex points all around the buttock, the lower back, and diagonally down in the posterior superior iliac spine. You can do tapping. If there's any tingling, pain, then this would need assistance. Please excuse us while we take a station break. Thank you so very kindly for returning. The first release I want to talk to you about is for a posterior rotation of the hip. Now it tends to be most common and usually as a result of a shorter leg on the same side that the pain is on. Remember these release positions slightly extravagate the direction in which the hip is stuck. So in this exaggeration, you may have a shorter leg that will shorten it further by bending the knee into leap position. This will rotate the hip on the shortened leg posterior. Now, if you have a long leg, you will bring the ilium, the hip bone, slightly more anterior with the release position. Try this release for a case of sciatica along with the release for the fifth lumbar. So lie on your abdomen, slowly bend your knee, bringing it out to the side of your body. This will rotate the hip a bit more posterior. We refer this as the frog position. Turn your head to the same side as the knee is pointing. A pillow may be placed under that raised hip for support. Allow the entire body to relax in this position for a few minutes. Please do your square breathing. Be sure to be comfortable. You don't want any pain. If you aren't comfortable, do not do this position. Remember, when you release from this position, do it very slowly as not to reestablish that old trauma. Okay, now we're going to talk about releasing for an anterior rotation. With an anterior rotation of the hip, the leg seems longer at the front bony curve of the hip and it may feel even higher when you are lying on your back. For sciatica, remember again the frog position to be combined with the low back release and particularly the fifth lumbar. So stand at the corner or at the edge of your bed and rest your upper thigh and knee on the bed, not all the way up, just on the edge. 
Place your hands on the bed and support your upper body on your fully extended arms. Allow the front of your hip bone to drop slightly toward the bed. This will rotate the hip a bit more anterior. You may need to bend your standing leg just a wee bit. Maintain this position if comfortable for the hip for 10 to 30 seconds. And please, again, I cannot stress the breathing aspects. You may also release the leg by laying on the bed on your abdomen and placing a pillow under your thigh for support as the hip is rotated slightly more anterior. And I cannot stress again about coming out of this position in a slow movement so you do not reestablish the old injury. And next time we will talk about the sacroiliac joint. Now there are several things that we can work and realign and take the actual imbalances out of your back and allow them to release and allow your body to realign and then to watch and pay attention to how you're reacting and acting and walking, how you're exercising, how your emotional fortitude is. Because when you are dealing with the lumbar spine, you may feel weak inside. You may feel confused about life. You may feel weighed down by any aspect of your life and it is showing up in your lower back because this is where your stability comes in and those forward movement legs don't know where in the forward you want to go when something is holding you back you really are unable to move forward you're stuck uncovering why you are stuck. You may need to work on your core beliefs, your limiting beliefs, set in new ones, empowering ones, positive affirmation, and being grateful for all that you put your back through every day. It is so important to show our body gratitude and grace. When we hold on to feelings of betrayal, it can land in our lower back. When we feel abandoned or isolated, our back doesn't want to move because we're stuck. When we have difficulty trusting people and following through with our plans, our back gets tight because we're not sure of ourselves and we don't know how to do this. I am here to help you each and every day. You frequently self-sabotage yourself saying negative words, negative sentences to yourself. Don't do this. 
I know it's easier said than done because we do have tendencies to be critical on ourselves. But these can create problems with your legs. It can create poor circulation, swollen or weak ankles, cold feet, and leg cramps. Does any of this feel in alignment with you? If it touched you, if you relate with this, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am here for you and I would be honored to help you to become the person you deserve to be, free of pain and full of life. Bless you. Namaste.